Listen, this is my podcast, my rainmaker, my ace, my sandwich. Get your goddamn hands off. You cannot escape from death. Everybody. Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, and envies to episode two of the Old Lions Wrestling Podcast, where two old marks talk about New Japan pro wrestling and other wrestling odds and ends. I am the subtle doctor, host of uh, Super Kick Party, I guess, but no one came. Sad face. <laughs> uh, and along with me is my uh, trusted compadre, um, a man who... I've seen stack empty boxes of uh, Chinese food to the heavens. It is Mastermind Malinowski. That's right. No W. <laughs> uh, sorry, Malino- Malinowski? Malino- I've been, well, mispr- right. I've been mispronouncing just... it all these years. No, oh, so I have? Okay. You've been pronouncing it correct. It's just, I've been spelling it wrong. The W <laughs> is excitement. Was was this the O's long? But was this like a form of okay. protest in the early two thousands against the Republican presidency? Well, no, I, I believe it. It's more of like when I made my icon in Photoshop, I misspelled my name. <laughs> I lost Incredible that, uh, honesty, right here. I lost, I lost that Photoshop, uh, that Photoshop template, and uh, oh well. Oh well, new spelling, a new era. A new episode of the podcast. Well, uh, we got a lot to cover, so let's get into it. Uh, firstly, right. firstly, you and I were at uh, the Ring of Honor Honor for All show in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, this past uh, Friday night. Um, I thought it was an excellent show. Uh, I had a lot of fun. Uh, what did you think of the show? No, dude, I, I thought the show was fantastic um there was a few things that i just really loved about the show i mean we were we were really close honestly it wasn't like it was a huge packed house not like going to a wwe show but like it felt intimate it's like going to see like an acoustic set i don't know it Mm. was really awesome It, it felt really close and really up in the action and there was there were so many really good matches but uh honestly like uh, I think you and I can both agree. Flip Gordon made two new fans that night, right? Yes. Book Flip. Book Flip. I mean, that was amazing. Like, I was so behind him by the end of that match. Like, mm-hmm. it felt... I, I was so invested in him actually winning. I wanted him to have that belt so bad. And I know. He was such a good wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. And this is coming from somebody in, in myself who'd never seen him work before. Yeah, I mean, I knew very little. I seen him in BTE, and I knew he played Pokemon Go, and that's literally <laughs> the only thing I knew about him. I'd seen him get beat up one time by a bully Ray who can eat a dick. Oh, jeez. 
Jesus oh. Christ, Bully Ray. Yeah. Uh, I'd heard other people in wrestling podcasts kind of slag him off, but honestly, uh, you know, judging by what I saw, I mean, they can go kick rocks. <laughs> Flipboard no, rules. Like, it was <laughs> such a good match. It was it was well booked, and that was a match that was after a Marty match and a Cody match. Like, yeah, at the beginning, the crowd was a little cool because yeah, because we blew all our energy on the uh, Bullet Club guys, right? And I mean, I mean that Cody match was really good too. It was. Yeah, I was really impressed by him. He's so over right now; it's insane. Man. Like, he's crazy over. Even though you were a dick to Flip Gordon on this week's Being the Elite, I still will cheer for you, Cody. That's how over you are. <laughs> I mean, Cracker Barrel's a good restaurant. <laughs> I can't look a gift horse in the mouth, I guess. Right, I mean, Diddy, he gets to book himself some chicken and dumplings. That's something. <laughs> but, uh, and what do you think about main event? Like, I think that's the main oh, event boy. that we're going to, like, tell people we saw in mm-hmm. the future, and they're going to just not believe we saw those tag teams together. Like, I there's. Mean so good all those tag teams are so amazingly good they really are i and they went they really went for it man there were some some really just really well constructed well booked moments in the match Absolutely. um and i really want to go back and watch it on tape just because there's a lot of stuff that happened on the outside opposite uh the side we were sitting that i didn't get the clearest, absolutely clearest yeah. view of but I mean, everything I did see was incredible from the Briscoes, the Bucks, and SCU. Those, like you said, all those guys are are kind of legends. Absolutely. I mean, you, you, Chris Daniels is, is a legitimate legend. Like, hundred percent. I mean, we also got to tell the Kingdom that they still suck. So, <laughs> the Kingdom. God, yeah. that one I guy. I wonder if he stole the balloon gimmick from Okada. I uh, went and rewatched a little of this uh, pay per view, and it was. They mentioned this. They're like, "Did are him and Okada friends? Like, what's going on?" So, <laughs> absolutely, that balloon. Fantastic. Balloon. I mean, I think he's been doing the balloon stuff for a while. I think it's inspired by it. I mean, I'm not a big Ring of Honor guy. I watch their weekly show sometimes, but depending on what it's going to be, but I'm not like right. I mean, I, I would watch it more, but they make me pay for their pay per views. So, <laughs> well, so they they have yet to completely like win us over to the weekly product. But that show was amazing. It was a lot of fun. We had really good seats. We did. We got some fun chants going. We got a garbage human. Garbage human out. for Bully Ray. Bully Ray. Yep. Uh, you got uh, uh, you screwed Flip. I that's right. For the, that one. Yeah, for the bad count. I, I started Thank You Bucks, and it was getting some momentum, but then Matt started talking again. Yeah, what he no-sold that. Matt, like, what are you just burying my chant? Come on. <laughs> right. He was like, I really want to leave, so you <laughs> right yes enough we know you're thankful we got your money for getting out right uh but no the people we came to see were great you mentioned cody i thought marty put on a great show he uh, did he was really and he was super over too man we were I mean, the crowd was hot for marty Ooh. oh man yeah i mean every match except for that oh, one another where... another like sort of i think uh person that won over a lot of fans was um jonathan gresham the octopus Oh, yeah, yeah, that was great. I went and watched that match uh, a little. I watched the finish of that match. Um, the crowd was super into the finish, too. Yeah, it was Man. cool. Yeah, except for that match where he had to stare at the Beer City bra- Brawler's ass the whole time. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that was a good match. And Cyrus Young, yeah. 
They were they show. had their asses directly in our face. I mean, yeah, it was a very large ass, but um, yes, it, it was, uh, and we got to yell at them too. It wasn't that bad. I had no idea who they were wrestling. I know cheeseburger is a thing, but <laughs> he's not a thing for me. Yeah, that that was the low light of the match. The uh, random face team, uh, one right. guy looking like. You know, he directly ripped off old Razor Ramon tights, basically. Right. All in all, I, it was a super fun time. Like, if, if they come back here or close by, I'll gladly drop money to see them again. Absolutely. Yeah, me too. So let's talk about some NJPW, some G128. Be a survivor! This week is a little different uh, format-wise just because, well, two things. One, there's just so many goddamn matches uh, Absolutely. In this slate, and there's like 20 matches, and uh, it would be, you know, listen, we, we trust in our own talent, but we're not going to put ourselves over that much to give you a 20-match breakdown. I mean, that'd be that'd be a lot for anybody to get through. Absolutely. And, a lot of them would be like, I don't remember this match. <laughs> a lot of I mean, for me, like, honestly, oh, it'd be like... Yoshihashi has the curtain rod again. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, Juice has a lot of hats. <laughs> How many hats does Juice have? What's right. the over-under on that? 50? Would you go think, over or under 50? But they did prove, like, they showed a shot of the crowd where they went and actually took his hat back from an old lady. I know! What are they doing? Why is he so throwing pissed. his hat out there if he wants it back? I feel like that's a real... What a sham. <laughs> what a fake. I would at least make him, like, let me take a picture in the hat. Like, yes. it's gotta be something. Yeah. It's like when you take a child to a Mexican restaurant and, like, they put that sombrero on them and they're like... <laughs> I got a hat for my birthday. And you're like, no, it's not yours. Nope. Yeah, give it back to Juice. Keep this whipped cream on your nose. We'll take the hat. <laughs> right. So that's one of the reasons. The other reason is, uh, I don't know about you, but my lizard brain, I think, like you said, can't hold all the information. <laughs> that's how uh, I feel. Totally. I mean, I, and this was a long weekend. We went to the show, so I was traveling, and then I was watching these shows at, like, 2 in the morning, trying to, like... On yeah. the tablet, so. so so I think that what we're going to do this time, instead of covering every match, we are going to, we've both picked our top three matches, and we're going right. to do an uh, in-depth discussion on those, and maybe there will be some overlap, and, and if that's the case, then I can bring in, or you can bring in, like, an honorable mention, and uh, right. we'll talk about that. Uh, so hopefully we'll cover, like, four or five matches here and give them the attention they deserve. Uh, and but we're also going to talk about uh, some more big picture ideas, more kind of general thoughts on the tournament and ongoing storylines. And uh, you want to do that first? Yeah, yeah, no problem. Let's uh, let's knock that out. Um, I, I actually wanted to talk a little about heels, um, and not the things on your feet, but the bad guys in wrestling. Not the not the magical spells restoring your HP. That is true. Wrestling as well. wrestling villains. Wrestling villain. I think we we see several examples of heels in this tournament, like true heels, which I, I think is cool. I think sometimes, a lot of times, especially with New Japan and stuff like that, where it's a smart, mm. uh, you know, it's a smart promotion for the people in the U.S. at least, uh, not yeah, in Japan. But totally, you know, I think it's hard to have have a true heel. I'll get to Kenny's comments about. Is he a heel? Is he a face? In a minute, but you know, I want to focus on three guys. If you're all right with this, uh, real go quick. for it. Oh the yeah. First one being uh, uh, Jay White, and like his heel work has been fantastic, and I like the fact that he like he thinks he's really good. 
he can't get the job done, he cheats, he wins. Like, I, I, I like that. And then he, like, acts like he didn't cheat, and he's he's real still cocky, and he's, like, you know, telling the fans that he hates them. And so I think he's an example of, like, getting true heat. I mean, it's hard to do is to get that true heat, uh, especially um, with the smarts. But I think people legitimately hate him and legitimately want to see him get his ass kicked. And he got his ass kicked by the other kind of heel I want to talk about. One of them is uh, Suzuki. Minoru! Um, yeah, I mean, I, I love this guy. It took a while for him to grow on him, but his, his heel style is more, I am legitimately terrifying. Yes. I want to kill people. Yeah. Yes. I'm here to hurt people. I will beat up this small uh, new lion. I will make Kevin C- Kelly cry. <laughs> I will do whatever I need to because I'm a mean, evil demon person. He doesn't really care if you like him or hate him. You're just supposed to be scared of him. And you're supposed to want to see the guy he's wrestling survive him and win. And so I think that Makabe match he had, uh, that really grew on me yeah. after I thought about it more. And hell, that Tanahashi match, man, he just brutalized him for 95% of it. Absolutely. And then he came, and they went over. Yeah. yeah. And, it, you know, I like that kind of that wrestling. And then the last uh, heel I'll focus on is the chicken shit heel, I guess a lot of people call him, Tamatonga. He's not impressing me at all in in this G one. And I'm mm. not talking. I don't give it. I mean, you can say fuck a G one. You can go out and <laughs> hit the. He got in trouble on, on Twitter a few times. Right on the ref. Have you seen like? Not to cut you off, we could totally get. But like speaking of his Twitter, tra- I mean, he just will get in the weeds of arguing with fans. No, like he went amazing. super amazing. It's amazing. I feel like he he's- told the fan. He should have died. Oh, when he was what? Like, oh my god! I didn't see that. Some crazy, like, holy shit! And like, I don't even know what he wants to do with that heat because it's not like people are like, "Man, I hope this guy gets beat up." It's like, "Man, I hope this guy never gets to talk again." Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, he's got it right now. He has a thing going against Roman Reigns, and I'm hoping it's going to end in a chest protector <laughs> versus chest protector match. I, yes, I'm. I'm so happy that that I just wasn't seeing things like he absolutely looked like budget Roman Reigns when he came out on absolutely. his first no, match. But, the second match, at least, he went shirtless. He's calling him out. Like he's oh, really? been calling Reigns out wow. on Twitter. They've been, they've been, which may be a sign that maybe he's going to end up jumping ship at some point. Do you think if you put um, Roman Reigns, Tomatonga, and Punishment Martinez in a line, it'll look like the evolutionary? Scale. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> would look really. I mean, like, absolutely, it would be one of these people that are cosplaying the other. <laughs> I mean, Tomatonga has his own. It's just Tomatonga's outfit more than anything. Yeah, punishment looks just like a really lanky Roman Reigns. But um, you skip leg day. <laughs> couldn't get that chant. The, the best non chant. Yeah, <laughs> right. I tried to get it going. What do you think of his heel work? What do you think of like? I feel like. The man needs to win a match clean just to show us he can wrestle, right? Like, come out and beat somebody. And they could try to have him cheat to win, but, like, I thought that's what we were going to get with, uh, was it the Sonata match where they threw, made his brother go back at the beginning? That's right, where they, they kicked him out early. Right. And you're thinking, okay, like, finally we get this match without Tongaloa and without Fale. Right. And I'm not against the, like, run-ins and the fact that this is how they do it and... Like, I like the fact that Red Shoes stood up to him. 
<laughs> Sorry, it was an involuntary Absolutely. response. So we owe uh, we owe that guy a sandwich now for using his song. Montel Jordan. Montel That's Jordan. Right. He has a sandwich policy for that song. Every time <laughs> you sing it, you have to send him a, a Subway sandwich. Uh, I don't know if that's true, but that's what I would do if I had a famous song. Anyway, what do you think of these run-ins? Like, how do you feel about this? Because I know a lot of people just hate it, and I was kind of into it, but now, I don't know. If you know it's coming every damn time, yeah, it's kind of like, okay, we get it. Yeah, to touch on a few of your points, I, I absolutely do want to see that these guys can win a, a res- wrestling matches. I mean, that's right. what... That's what makes me interested in future matches. Is Absolutely. That, like, you know, okay, he, this guy's a legitimate threat, right? Um, very basic sort of way you build up characters and, and build up guys uh, to move them up the card. But, like, I, I at the same time, the blatant disrespect of the G1 as as a prestigious tournament and as, like, a concept, like... I mean, that's totally what they want to do. I mean, they obviously do not give a shit. Right, and I think that's part of their... I feel like that's part of their gimmick, like what they're pushing, but... And and that makes... That is what is going to make, I think, a lot of longtime New Japan fans upset because the G1 means a hell of a lot. Um, not just from what's at stake in terms of the prize at the end of the rainbow, but like in terms of right. the quality of the matches is usually very high. People are getting made. I mean, yes. this is going to make people. Yeah, there's there's like a, a couple turn. There's several tournaments every year, and this is one of the main ones, if not the main one, Absolutely. to feature the heavyweights. So it's a it's a big deal, and you you know you have your nine opportunities or whatever, and the, the fact that like one of the precious few opportunities for everyone in B block is going to be squandered on a stupid, you know, Smaz finish. I I can see being upset by it. And I do think before I started like reading uh Fale and Tama's like Twitter stuff, right. Like I I didn't really just from judging what's happening in the ring and what they're saying on the mic, it really wasn't clear to me what their objectives were. So I think that they could probably use like they could probably tighten up uh, and clear up kind of what they're about because I, I don't know. Do you feel this way where I, I feel like the kind of character, the gimmick, like what a faction is about should be totally given on the wrestling show itself. And you shouldn't have to go to these extra media sources to get a complete picture. Now you can, if you want to, and it's like, you know, more right. bonus stuff. But you don't have to watch Being the Elite to know what Kenny Omega or the Bucks are about. Right, exactly. I, I agree. And sometimes even Being the Elite like, has his own little storylines that are, like, goofy storylines. Like, yeah. Paige killed Joey Ryan. <laughs> uh, what do they call, They always call him Great Dick Wrestler I, Joey Ryan. <laughs> um, Jesus. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, I, I agree with you. And I just feel, I mean, I just feel like... Sometimes it's really forced. Like with the Sonata match, I'm like, where is LIJ? That's in my notes. And I mean, they finally ran in, but it was... Uh, it took forever, right? It took forever. And it's like the same thing with when they're beating up Kenny. I was like, with the Bullet Club not standing back there knowing this shit's coming? Like, <laughs> oh, man. Everyone's, right. Is everyone in Nashville <laughs> right. at that point? I mean, they have like... Uh, Kota Ibushi the, was there at least. The Tokyo Pimp, Ibushi's there. Paige is there. Yeah, and uh, Chase Owens is there. 
Oh boy, he! I think he's the one who eventually ran in. Was Chase Owen? Yeah, Hangman, they all right? came in, but it was like, but we ordered pizza. We we can't leave <laughs> until the pizza gets here. Who's who will they? You know how will they know where to? Have you had cold pizza? <laughs> like, let me get a slice. We'll go take care of Kenny. But yeah, and I thought Kenny was funny when he said like, "You've messed with my star rating." And then he asked, uh, oh, he made a Bushy. Did you see that interview? Then he made a Bushy point his gun for him because his arm was hurt. It was really funny. I did not. No, it's I really, did not see that. It's really funny. Did you see his other uh, interview um, where he talks about, am I a heel? Am I a face? Does it really matter? And sometimes it doesn't matter. You know, well, thank you, John that. Cena. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> and he also I... shot the ray gun at the end. Like, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> it's a ray gun. <laughs> this time. That was my favorite. So what did he what did he say in that interview? It basically just that he just said people are asking, "Am I heel? Am I a face? Does it matter? I'm here to make give you the best match possible." We live in a, a post facial right. society. That's we true. We like, moved I mean, I beyond that, heel and face. Yeah, Stone Cold took that away from us. And... <laughs> Ruined the business, Stone Cold. Thanks a bunch. Uh, j- just in case we don't actually get to one of his matches, I think uh, we have to comment on the continuing evolution of Kazuchika Okada, balloon maker. He should he should change the back of his pants to kaboom. You're right. Kazuchika Okada, balloon maker. Uh, I mean, yeah. What is I? I mean, cl- it's hard to know what to say about this. Because I like it. it. It's fun. No, it's fun. Listen, I, it's it's cool and interesting. Like I said last episode, I don't know if I've ever seen anything like this. He's clearly descending further into madness. I think that he he carried the company on his back for what two and a half, three years, and he just wants to go out and have fun. He's got the pressures off of him. He He's, is a weirdo doesn't exactly know what's going on he doesn't have the belt he's kind of lost and i think that's what he's where he's going he got some balloons that were vaguely shaped like penises you know the normal round balloons with weird faces drawn on them are one thing but like no those are and they were, the think, last two matches he's done were he uh, well no more than that the last handful penis balloons straight yeah. up Penis balloons. Penis balloons. Yeah, but I, I like where Okada's going. I think I'm going to be wrong. I think the people who know more about New Japan are going to be right, that he's going to yeah. come back and make a turn and go. I think he's going to go on a streak. Well, I mean, I would I would like that, um, just selfishly short-term. Long-term, I mean, I think it's it would be interesting if he kind of continued to spiral, but... It's just hard for me as a big Okada, although recent, trying to catch up, Okada fan. Like, I just love the Rainmaker character. Like, that golden boy, you know, cocky, confident, right. draped draped in, in chains, sparkling, raining money. Like, that shit really appealed to me. And this is not unappealing. I mean, he's still, he's still Okada. You know, he's still in there being Kazuchan and being fun and doing the Scooby-Doo and everything. Right. It continues to be interesting. Uh, and I wonder what the next step is beyond penis balloons. So talking about Okada, uh, why don't we just jump on to our, our favorite matches and then I'll go ahead and uh, throw mine out there. Okay. 
you know, I, this may not be everybody's favorite, but I really enjoyed the, uh, the Hangman Adam Page versus Okada match. Yes. I mean, there's yes. some other great matches, but I really enjoyed this one. Um, I was really impressed by Hangman pulled out a bunch of moves. I thought that it was a great buildup of Hangman saying, like, I don't want the balloon maker. Mm-hmm. Uh, he called him something. I can't remember what he called him. At one point, he referred to him as a cocaine cowboy. The cocaine cowboy. That's Which, it. what yeah. the, is that the gimmick? Right. He's like, I want the rainmaker. Like, it doesn't benefit, like, and Paige was right, it doesn't benefit for him to go out there and be Okada, the balloon guy that's not really paying attention, but, like, go out there and have a real match with Okada, the rainmaker. Then you're going to, I mean, it's going to make Paige, and I think that this was, one of the matches that made Paige, um, I think he's, I mean, he had a great match with Elgin, but this match was so good. So I really enjoyed a couple of spots there. I mean, how strong is Paige? I mean, when he deadlifted a freaking Okada, Oof, that was insane. Man. And it wasn't even like a deadlift into a German. It was like, like some kind of weird cradle. Super wasn't insane. the, was it the fall away into the bridge? Yeah, it was something. Man beautiful he did that top rope neck breaker into the moonsault oh i love i love the the top rope neck breaker now right i i hadn't really you know again we'll say we're not experts we're fans relatively new fans of this company so i haven't seen page in a ton of matches but the ones i had seen him i feel like this is a a relatively new move i think the first the first time i've seen him do it is in this tournament maybe against elgin right yeah, no, I really that I think this is new to his moveset. I may be like I said, I may be wrong too. And I mean, he did the moonsault, and I love the buckshot lariat. I know it's not it's not like it's cool. It's just it's really great. Cool. It's uh, great. He uh, did like, it over the railing. Yeah, yeah. This match that ruled. Yeah, it was such a good match, and I and you could see Okada awaken in this match. Um, yeah. The end, there was a great reversal at the end there into the, you know, the Rainmaker. And I liked that he hits the Rainmaker. I liked how this finish played out. I didn't know who's going to win to the end, but I felt mm. like real Okada came out. And I think that, like I said, like a win over Okada that's not a real Okada match doesn't benefit Paige. A loss to Okada in a legitimate Okada match where the, you're getting the Rainmaker page uh continues it continues to build page and, and i'm just into page a lot like mm-hmm. he's uh i'm really excited to see him continue wrestling um what did you think of that match oh it was um it didn't quite make my it barely missed the cut so i'm really glad you brought it up like because i gave this four and a quarter eggplants um i loved the crap out of it i mean i really thought okada like you know sprinkled the magic dust on it gave him the rub like he really that this match put him over a lot um hangman uh like you referred to the neck breaker you know the the buckshot lariat over the rail like he just showed himself to be such a great athlete uh absolutely yeah just stride for stride you know i think as much athletic ability as okada just in terms of his burst i mean who knows if he could wrestle for 75 minutes i think that is yet to be seen but right you know for for 15 20 minutes like i think um he can keep up pace with him and uh and that was really heartening to see i liked uh after the match he finally got his first win and i think he was crying a little bit 
Um, the the second one he put one over on us and he pretended to cry, but I feel like the first win, my to my recollection that was genuine. And uh, I thought it was interesting in the back, you know, he said that he's going to keep enjoying things, keep enjoying this G1 and keep having fun regardless of Kenny, regardless of the belt. And so it made me it made me wonder if he's just trying to convince himself here as opposed to like just tell us, you know, is he trying to sell that idea to himself that he doesn't care about the belt anymore, that he's over Kenny? It's also interesting and and just subtle i think right uh the one the match i have as my favorite match of the tournament thus far was on i believe day four and it was uh naito versus ishii mr one four one mr stone pitbull yes Um, yeah that was a good match god what a match (laughs) like right the pace of it was so goddamn fast and you know, Naito just continued to impress me. His mind games in the ring, like his his psychology and right. the way he toys with his opponents and stuff, it's so good. He's just so over, and he knows that he can do whatever he wants. There was a lot of physicality in this match, a lot of the fighting spirit stuff. You know, when in any Ishii match, you're going to get that. And yeah. Na- Naito showed that, too he was he was pretty damn disrespectful <laughs> yes. match which i love he spits on people all the time oh, and like when he was eating those just ridiculously hard chops and just yeah. grinning from ear to ear like oh, a maniac yeah. like i was just like oh i like this <laughs> yeah i, I mean I, I had on my on my paper like i'm turned around on ishii because i remember ishii i remember saying the last one like ah, I don't care about this guy. Like I just don't. But I'm, it, this match turned me around on him. Like it was such a good match. I'm into the slide. I thought the sliding lariat. Oh, is is growing on me. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm not in love with the brainbuster as a finisher, but yeah. because I think at one point he did a brainbuster from the top rope, and right. it, it didn't put him away. But it's supposedly a brainbuster from the mat would. That's right. a little like that's a little bit of a head scratcher, but. I guess there's ways you could you could talk yourself into that. There's such good selling in this match, I thought, from both of them. Like, so many high-impact moves. Just a lot of physicality, brutality, discus, clotheslines, headbutts. Right. Um, there was a it long was a stretch. Match. There was a long stretch near the end with no commentary in English because right. I thought they were just letting the match speak for itself, which is right. a, a good sign. And the, the last thing I will point out specifically is those throat chops holy hell right when ishii was just hitting him in the windpipe man, yeah, that looked insane i mean that's a staple move for him and i don't know how people take it god yeah i mean that's just oh yeah oh that's tough man but what did uh so any other thoughts on this match i thought the finish was really good i loved the finish a lot of near falls yeah and i, I liked his uh destino reversal like i, I enjoy yes. those Sometimes, like he, the Destino is the setup for the Destino. The Destino, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like... And I like that. And I think somebody, I read somebody on on Facebook was on Facebook. Who the fuck reads Facebook? I read somebody <laughs> on Twitter uh, talking about this. Uh, man, I can't remember who it was. The person in question was NJPW Thoughts on Twitter. 
You can follow them at NJPWThoughts. They're a good follow. You should check them out. I feel like a jerk for not referencing him. I think he actually follows us. But um, he was talking about how, you know, if he doesn't hit it clean, he always hits it a second time. So, yeah, I really enjoyed this match. Uh, I think between this match and the next match is whenever they showed that weird red-headed dude. I have that red-headed twat um, in my notes. It wasn't... He was redheaded. We love the gingers. Please continue listening. (laughs) He was just, like, really trying to make the camera see him crotch chop. And they're trying to get away from him. So I thought it was really... I don't know how I missed this. I feel like I have to go back and see him. You have to go back and see him. Um... (laughs) There were some really great matches. I don't. These are just the ones I enjoyed the most. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to go to another match on this night. Man, all mine are going to be from the first two night. And it may be that because I got to pay attention more to these. But uh, I really enjoyed the Juice uh, Bushi match. I don't know why. I just enjoyed watching it. It felt good. It was a good, a real feel good match. Yes. I mean, this tournament has been really brutal. There's a lot of people that hate each other, and a lot of hate going on. You know, I really enjoyed this match. Like, it felt like two guys going out there. I know that I don't think people have been high on Juice in this tournament. Uh, I mean, he, it, people say he's kind of given up on it. But I, I, I thought that he had a pretty good match against Abushi. Uh, and, uh, I mean, Abushi hits some... He does these crazy... He does such crazy high spots. I really like that apron mm. Rana into the uh, to the ring post moonsault there. It, yeah. And I like the uh, I like the straight jacket uh, suplex that he does too. I mean, I'm really get Abushi's growing. I mean, I haven't seen a lot of Abushi. He's really growing on me. I like the whole like Juice trying to figure out how he's going to work it with his broken hand. Yes, broken hand gimmick. I, I like his unlimited hats. <laughs> Who doesn't love the unlimited hats? Uh, I mean, I- I'm grow his whole like terrible costumes growing on me. Even those stupid ass glowing glasses. I'm getting into him, man. Um, I don't know. Remember when Jeff Jarrett was like originally yeah. debuted in WWF? He came out on a horse. He did come <laughs> out on a horse. Well, well, beyond that, I feel like whenever he released his hit single "Ain't I Great," that right. ended, ended up actually being sung by the roadie, aka Road Dog Jesse. James. I mean, yeah. I mean, I was gonna say fuck Jeff Jarrett for bringing the Road Dog into my life, but. But like yeah. he had his these, he had the big ass glasses, like yeah, like the absolutely. ones Juice wears. Now, to Juice's credit, his are not cut into the shape of stars like Jeff Jarrett's were, but they could be. <laughs> but that's what it reminds me of with the hat. And man, that what is uh what is Bushi's finisher called? I don't. Does it have a name? That knee that he? Has? I think it's the Kamigoi. Kamigoi. Yeah, it's so awesome. I really like it. I know. Um, I know maybe this is nobody else's favorite match out of this four nights of amazing wrestling, but for me, I, I enjoyed it. Also, Abushi is a gorgeous man. Oh, Jesus Christ. So beautiful. Like, I right. second only to Kazuch in my heart. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, I gave this one four and a half eggplants. I thought it was um, yeah, fan- yeah. fantastic. I haven't match. been using my eggplant scale. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with four and a half. I agree with that. The beginning and the end of this match, even more than the spots stand right. out stand out to me now um that I've been removed from it for several days like and I mentioned this to you off mic but when they shook hands before the match there was just this look on Juice's face this glint in right. his eye that just yeah he loves it spoke to me like so much like he knew I'm about to get in here with a legit top guy and we're going to burn it down and they Absolutely. really fucking did and 
he knew he was ready to embrace the opportunity. And that hug after was like the sweetest thing. Oh my God. So adorable. Absolutely. Yeah, that whole thing was awesome. I, I just really, I just really enjoyed it. I needed it after this brutal, um, how brutal this tournament has been in my opinion. Uh, what about you? Was your second, uh, another B block. <laughs> All our matches have been, well, no, we got an A block. We got a kind of hangman. Um, Here's another uh, one from B Block, which I think is teetering on five eggplants for me. Uh, Ishi Naiso was five eggplants. This one is close. It's Goto versus Ishii. Okay, yeah, that was a, an amazing match. It was so good. I mean, so different than the Juice versus uh, Koda match that we just talked about, which was, I feel like, two lean mean greyhounds right like two athletes just like being athletic as hell this was just like i mean not that these guys aren't athletic but this was just a fucking fight yeah no this was such a brutal brawl i mean goto and ishii i know probably a lot of old fans love them but man like i didn't know anything about them just from the the beginning like the tackles the forearms the knockdowns like the chop contest like i feel like I, there is just this revelatory moment for me, and I know this is maybe hyperbolic and actually not true in some senses, but I couldn't help but thinking, like, this is New Japan right here. <laughs> they were just, I mean, it just looks stiff as hell. I mean, I'm, I don't really have the best eye for that kind of thing, to be fair, but, um, God, like, the all the strikes, that there was that stalling brain buster from the top that um, I mentioned from Ishii, and that took just a hell of a lot of balance. That's really phenomenal work. And there's um, a move that uh, Goto does that um, I just didn't know the Japanese name for. And I'm sure I've seen it before. But, um, you know, when you're watching like Michael Cole or Tony Schiavone or Vince McMahon call a match, you're going to get a what a maneuver instead of like a right. name, name for it. But the right. uh, Yushi Goroji. Uh, is okay. just cool and the reversal of that, which is um, basically to my to my recollection is a like a fireman's carry, uh, and you flip uh them off your shoulders, say as if you're going to do an attitude adjustment, except you then kneel down on one knee and the either the back of the head or the front of the head lands on your knee. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That move rules. <laughs> yeah, fireman's <laughs> like, carry kind of neck breaker. Yeah, and Goto yeah. Uh, employs that to great effect. I mean, this match just got me so pumped up and, like, the crowd was so into it. They were, I feel like they were really behind Ishii at, at first. They were really just into everything. By by, right. the, by the end of the match, both of these guys probably have a lot. You know, they they have more good matches in them for this G one. But um, yeah, no, these but, guys are killing it. But these guys, even so far, like through the first uh, seven nights, like Ishii and Goto have really made an impression on me. Um, and yeah. and you know, even particularly with Ishii, I haven't really seen a ton of his interviews, and this is on me. I need to seek that stuff out, but um. You know, I think part of the reason that we were like, you know, meh, or he could be unappealing is he doesn't really have, like, an outsized character. Like, a lot of who he, right. it, who he is is, like, told in, in his stories in the ring. Absolutely. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, he's a, yeah, I mean, he doesn't look, he doesn't have, like, a, he does have a look, but 
it's not super interesting until you see him working in the ring. All right, uh, hit me with your your third and final top match. I mean, I'm gonna have to go to the best bout machine and uh, who we were just talking about. Uh, so Kenny Omega and Goto. Okay. I know this is going back to July 19th, but that <laughs> I love this match. I really I thought Kenny came out there and just put on a damn show. I thought that Goto might go over on Kenny. Um, I thought there might. Uh, I thought Goto might be somebody that they push against Kenny uh, in the future. And they still could with the way this match went. It was beautiful. Do, do, they were talking up Kenny's never won the never, oh, the never right. weight championship. Do you think he might challenge for it at some point? Like, oh, boy. Uh, it might be interesting. I, I don't know. It's If I had to go with my gut, I would say not in the near future. Yeah, I don't think so either. But uh, It would probably mean something to him. Right. I think to be the Grand Slam champion and hold all the titles you can hold. Right. And that stadium moonsault was friggin' ridiculous. Oh my god. <laughs> that was incredible. It was amazing. You know, everybody talks about like the V trigger's not that special anymore. He does it a bunch of but they're so brutal. And every time they hit, they affect the match. Like you know yes, what I mean? Like they are so yeah. People get staggered and they, I mean Goto did really well. Goto had a lot of uh excellent looking offense like it was just a great match it was it really i mean i thought it built goto a lot at least to me kenny's awesome all the time and i mm-hmm. really but this match it like it really stood out i don't think it was as good as the naito match but it was it was out there i mean it was it was an amazing match in my mind um i know and, i know Meltzer gave it five uh my yeah, i was just a little i was just a hair under but i thought yeah. i agree with you that it was it was incredible work Loved it. I was wrong. I'll admit, I was wrong. I said Goto was going to go over. But, uh, <laughs> it was still an amazing match. And God, the one wing angel looks so damn devastating. It's such a good move. And Goto's a big motherfucker to hit it on too. Like I know, sweet yeah. lord. All right. So what about you? Hit me with your last. Okay. Uh, great well, match. well, that was going to be. I'm. I'm so happy that you brought up the two that I was like. Oh, I wonder if these will get cut. That the last one you that you mentioned actually was on my list. So. Just to bring up uh, something different, then I will go with a match that I thought was four and a quarter eggplants, and that was Juice Robinson versus Naito. Okay, um, that was a, yeah, that was close on that one too. I mean, can you believe the crowd was booing Naito? Oh, like yeah, yeah. at the beginning of the match for kicking his hand and and just for being, you know, the dick a that cheater. he is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean he's a dick. Like he he comes across as a dick all the time. So yeah. yeah, all those kicks to the hand through the whole match—that was yeah. awesome. I loved that, and I'm like, how is he the only one doing right. that? Yeah, no, he went after that hand. He played that so well. He just that when he did his, uh, you know that that little combo he does in the corner, and he slide juice tried to block his face, and he kicked yes. the hand. That, that was one of my favorite spots. Yes. Uh, so good. So good. And Juice showed um showed good power when Naito was doing his swing DDT and you know, mid move Juice looked like he was about to take it, but from the squatting position he blocked it and deadlifted him up into a jackhammer. I thought that was pretty rad. Yeah, that was cool. That was a good looking jackhammer. I, I think Juice is I mean, the dude's got a future. He could talk, he's good looking, he can wrestle. He's he's gonna go places. Uh, uh, yeah, one day he's gonna get some pants. That <laughs> that's the lat. That's I, the missing missing piece of the puzzle. <laughs> the pants. 
but no totally i i think i mean in this tournament he's gotten he's gotten great matches with naito and ibushi in my opinion and uh yeah he's hung with him and like you said he's got that mic ability and and after the he's got a lot of great programs i think after this to to work like um he's gonna be defending the u.s title you know probably against tama uh you know he's he might give switchblade another opportunity if switchblade hasn't moved up the card right um i'm sure you know he might take a a loss to someone like goto uh, or Ishii, yeah. you know. There's... I mean, is he going to eat a loss from everybody, though? That's my only problem. <laughs> I mean, he might. The fact that he has yeah. zero points and Yano has two is, is insane. To well, me. We, we should talk. I mean, there's a couple people that I'm like, why are you not having a better G1? Right. And I, but I think, like, points wise, setting aside that, I think Juice is actually having a good G1 in terms of his matches. I really do. I think. I think so. Just too. to have these two, I think, is. is fantastic in your first four matches oh well just final on this match real quick i just want to say like the crowd was going bananas for all the reversals at the oh, end yeah, yeah that was and uh love that it took two destinos like we mentioned Absolutely, before to put yeah. away a juice and uh man i really really like this match yeah that might have been the reversal destino i was thinking of earlier where he hit the reversal destino and then he hit the full destino yeah but do you have any honor mentions that you want to throw out real quick I think instead of honorable mentions, I'm going to talk about, uh, I want to talk about letdowns. I was let down, uh, and admittedly, I'd seen a lot of wrestling by this point. And so perhaps I was a bit numb. But I want to talk about this particular match, Jay White versus uh, Minoru Suzuki. Okay. I just, I thought that was going to be great. Right. I really, I was so pumped up. I was like, here we go. Like, we have this badass who is probably going to be a little scared versus this monster who does not give a flying fuck and it's right. going to be great and uh boy I I will be damned if I remember anything from that match <laughs> I don't remember a thing I mean I, I don't remember anything but Jay lost so I agree with you uh, I can't yeah. remember his damn name but no yeah <laughs> out of all these great matches because Jay was close on a couple of times making my my top three um if we did a top five if we'd done this the first recording he would have made mine for sure yeah absolutely and um i'll tell you my honorable mention was uh sonata versus uh versus zach saber jr like sonata came out there and killed it i thought he did the weird i mean not weird but like i wasn't expecting to come out there and do all this like ground wrestling like this world of sports ground wrestling stuff that <laughs> you know straight british wrestling with uh zach saber jr is cool to see i think sonata is a dude with a huge a, a, a endless ceiling i think he's going to mm. go places i think uh i'm really uh i'm really interested in seeing where sonata goes now he did have a shot at the title this year oh yeah and, and lost to okada in i believe it was april right at uh sakura genesis i didn't know that and uh I enjoyed that match when I when I watched. I don't. I think some people aren't super high on the the match I've heard, but but I quite liked it. Right. And uh, yeah, I think I, I I agree that I think um it's all there for Sonata. I don't know. Maybe he needs to like go on the road with Juice Robinson and uh, kind of let absorb some personality by osmosis. <laughs> yeah, he does need some personality. But uh, well, Zack Saber, man, I yeah. think. I'm kind of let down by his tournament. 
Yeah, I was way. about to say, like, he's not having a tournament of my dreams or anything. Like, I mean, he hasn't had anybody really. Who's he? Who's he wrestled? So know? he lost to he lost to Ibushi right on the first night, and that was a fantastic match. Right. Um, I was super into that, but he lost that. Uh, he beat Yano in a in a match that was like okay, right. you know, for a, for a Yano match, it right? Was, it was fine. Uh, and then he's had this one, uh, with Sonata, and I think that that's it. Uh, right. Yeah, he's yet to have his. He'll have his fourth match. Uh, coming up tomorrow. I'm hoping to to see some cool stuff out of him. I, I love him, so uh, I mean he's one of he's one of my favorite dudes to watch. So, yep. who's he wrestling tomorrow? Do you know? Uh, Not off the top of my head. Here. I have to look up the card. I got it. Uh, okay. Oh, Ishii. So that might be interesting. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could be good. We actually have a question from Twitter. Like, wow, Twitter. Twitter. We have uh, already in our second episode right. um, some some questions. So if you want to ask us a question for our recordings or just uh, chat with us, uh, tweet us at Old Lions Podcast. Absolutely. We will try to answer it. Um, this is from Panic at the Sitco. His Twitter handle is at Chainmail Durag. D-U-R-A-G. Durag. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And uh, he asked us, who do you think is going to win? I'm guessing he means the entire G1. And what matches are you looking forward to the most? I have the card pulled up, so I get to cheat. Uh, nice. You can come off the top of your head. but uh, <laughs> So I think uh, I'm looking forward to a lot of the same matches a lot of people are. Uh, Tanahashi mm-hmm. versus Okada. That's what I was trying to come up with. Oh. Yeah. Tanahashi versus Okada, that's going to be a great match. I've never seen it. I know you've seen, you recently watched it, and I need to go back and watch it. But I really want to see that match. And of course, I'm working working my way through their four year odyssey. Absolutely. Um, (laughs) And both of them have been fantastic. Yeah, they're they're freaking killing me. Uh, I also want to see uh, Abushu versus Omega. Like, that's going to be. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's good. They're going to die. I'm scared that one of them (laughs) is going to die. They're going to do some crazy stunt. They're going to get banned from yeah. the Budokan again. Right. What about you? I mean, I have some few more, but I don't want to take all the good ones, and you have to be like, uh, Yano versus <laughs> Juice Robinson. Versus Tama Tonga. No. <laughs> um, sweet Lord. That's Yano versus Tama Tonga is going to be terrible. Oh, my God. Yeah. I only want to think about it. Woo. Um, a couple... Uh, so B block is really easy to pick from. Right. There's so many good matchups in that. Um, just on July 28th alone, we're going to have uh, Ishii versus Kota Ibushi. That's going to be a fucking strike fest. Right. And it's going to be fantastic. They're just going to just beat the hell out of each other. That's going to be awesome. Um, and in that same night, uh, we have Goto versus Tetsuya Naito. I'm very curious about how that will go. Right. And that show is going to be main evented by Kenny versus Sonata. And, you, I think you'll really get to see Sonata look pretty damn good in that. So that mark that night on your calendar. Do you want me to go out on a limb and say Kenny's going to lose? Because I don't <laughs> no. say that about anybody. No. He's, I don't lose. think. I love Kenny. Like I've favorite. flipped. I've totally flipped. I think he's going to win every match except one. My answer is I think Kenny might win this tournament. Uh, I think I don't think a lot of people think that. Uh, I don't know. I think a lot of people are going to say Okada, but I, I really think Kenny might win and be the first champ that wins the, the G1. I don't know. I just have this feeling that they're building him. Yeah. Um, that's te- that's totally in play, Yeah, in my opinion. Absolutely very much in play. I mean, and I don't know how I feel about it. Um, 
right just as a concept of you know like the champ winning king of the ring or or right. the world champ winning the royal rumble like it feels and and i know that this is one of those things that um you know you do because this is like a combat sport more so than theater show you know you put the champ in there and you want him to get work and look good but yeah like uh then i feel like i mean i'm sure they can they won't have any trouble building to a great match at the tokyo dome going forward but this is just a nice built-in easy way to do it yeah and if you want to you want to tweet at uh hashtag malzamoron if you disagree (laughs) no come on not at all all right any other matches you're looking forward to Oh, I'll try to throw some A block ones out there. Um, it's a little bit uh, harder, uh, as and I hate to, you know, crap on the block, but <laughs> there are a few people in here that I'm just kind of like, eh, right. you know, I could take or leave. Right. Um, but definitely, Tana versus Okada on the final night is going to be unbelievable. Uh, I think. Um, Jay White versus Hangman, the two first timers, be really interesting. Yeah, I really want to see that. That's my probably the uh, the match I left out because I thought you would mention it, but definitely something I want to see. And I want to see again, not in the rain, Okada versus Suzuki. Oh yeah, that's gonna be great too. Yeah, I mean maybe it will rain. I mean, what is he gonna? Will he will he react to you know Balloon Man if if Okada is still right. maybe he'll stab you know, him. Really. <laughs> Look, I'm okay with Okada doing the balloons, but I'm telling you, if Okada ever does a balloon pop spot, I'm out on him. If he, pulls, <laughs> if he does the, the pulls the Doctor Pain or whatever, Horror King, Horror Doctor, yeah, Horror King. Why do I call him Doctor Pain? Doctor Pain, Horror King. Lead to the long dreadlight man. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, Desperado, go get the balloons, right. and we will pop them together. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. I like when they were talking about Desperado being his like his manservant. Like, I know it's so good. It's like yeah. you know why we booked you on this tour for you to stand on the top rope and right. open that flag that says Suzuki Gun Ichiban. Right. That's it. <laughs> All right. uh, but th- thank you, Panic, for sending that yeah, in. Thanks for the question. Uh, thanks for the follow, um, and, and we really appreciate it. <sighs> I think we can go ahead and and put this one to bed and uh, right. get ready for another uh, Crazy marathon. I think it's. Uh, four shows in five days coming up here Jesus. um they inexplicably take a break on sunday but they have a show on monday so but i'm i'm super looking forward to it i'm 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 totally into the g1 i un- i feel like i mean only you know a mere seven seven tournament days into it and i'm like oh, i understand this glorious thing it's wonderful oh, yeah. no no this is this has been it's great the greatest couple of weeks of my wrestling life but yeah i really appreciated it but uh well thanks uh everybody for listening to us why don't you let the people know where they can find you on twitter so they can uh vehemently disagree with you loudly okay uh you can find me at winkovic uh w-i-n-k-a-v-i-c um and that's my twitter handle um you can also find me at the hashtag miles i'm gonna start (laughs) I also check in on the Old Lions podcast Twitter handle often. Yep. Uh, again, shout us out there, or if you'd like uh, to do something more than 280 characters, you can always send us an email at 
oldlinespodcast at gmail.com. Also, please remember to leave us a rating and review on iTunes uh, to help our discoverability. We would really appreciate that. And uh, if you'd like to get in contact with me, uh, my Twitter is at the subtle doctor. Now, for Mastermind, Malinowski, and myself, the subtle doctor, again, thank you so much for joining us on this episode two of the Old Lions podcast. And remember, when you put someone over, put them over clean.